0: You're listening to Explore to Inspire, a Ponant podcast. For more than 30 years, Ponant has been sailing the world's most remote shores, exploring the globe to promote education and the protection of our precious environment. This podcast provides a unique chance to hear the travel stories of passengers and crew as they share unforgettable memories of other cultures, biodiversity, and experiences that touch them profoundly. How do you prepare for an experience with a different culture? How do people from the other side of the world practice the same profession? What do we learn from unexpected human encounters? In this episode, we share the moving story of Janine, who 11 years ago met a teacher in a village school on the Orinoco River in Venezuela. As a teacher herself, this precious moment was a valuable chance to reevaluate how she viewed her own profession.
1: This experience took place some 11 years ago. Although my memories are not as sharp as they once were, the emotions remain vivid. Every time I look back at the pictures we took during that cruise in the Orinoco Delta, I I get tears in my eyes. This was the second cruise with Puno for my companion and me. We have been on many other trips since, but this one has stayed with me. The visit to the village of El Toro in Venezuela will remain engraved on my memory forever, although I adored the flora and fauna there. What touched me most during this cruise were the human encounters. We certainly weren't disappointed by the beauty of the landscape, far from it. Before we disembarked in the village of El Toro, we had marveled at the Salto Angel waterfalls in the southeast of Venezuela. They are more than 900 meters high, making them the highest falls in the world. It was the first time I'd seen such a spectacle with my own eyes, and it was very impressive. It put everything in context, showing how small we are when compared with the natural world. Then we paddled to the Kanaima Lagoon in kayaks so that we can explore the Sapo Falls on foot. The added attraction of these falls is that you can walk behind the cascading curtain of water. We expected to get soaking wet, but not as much as we did. It was all part of the experience. However, although these moments were special in many ways, they didn't move me as much as meeting the indigenous people of Orinoco, known as Waros, Did we stopped at the village of El Toro halfway through the cruise? The disembarkation was done via a wooden pontoon. My initial impression of the village was that it was a bit basic, but it had a welcoming and and friendly atmosphere. We saw young people walking around, women taking care of their babies, old people passing by in canoes, and and men working on the construction of a house we were welcomed with open arms by the village chief. He knew our ship's captain because Ponon crew members and passengers had visited previously. and The atmosphere was very relaxed. During the course of the cruise, the, the company had prepared a package for the village that included clothes and vital school supplies. When I read about it in the ship's log, I selected some items of clothing to donate. The villagers give us a glimpse of their village, their way of life, and their customs, so I felt it was only right that I would try to improve their comfort in return. They may live in a remote place and have a very different culture from ours, but they are also open to what's happening in the world. After landing, we walked around the village, and the chief gradually led us to the school. When we arrived, younger children were sitting on wooden benches in the courtyard. The ship's captain was with us and thanked the teaching staff for welcoming us. He also gave them the package of school supplies and materials. After everyone had introduced themselves, some of the older girls, who wore beautiful traditional dresses, did a dance in the courtyard. All the children were singing, it it was wonderful to see them so cheerful. Although we didn't understand the language, I remember it was particularly melodious. It was difficult to communicate and show our gratitude, but I I tried to respond and congratulate them with smiles and and gestures as, as best I could. I was already over the moon, but what I experienced afterwards only amplified these emotions. When I originally discovered that we were going to visit this village, I asked the expedition leader if it would be possible to meet a nursery school class. I was a nursery school teacher myself, and although I had retired by that time, I was eager to meet a colleague from the other side of the world. Well, at first, I, I was a little intimidated. I'm I'm a quiet person, and I obviously didn't want to impose myself or give the impression that I was I was coming to pass judgment. So I I waited for the teacher to approach me after the girls' dance had finished. My companion stayed with the group, and I I went with her and the children to the classroom. Although it was relatively short, I will never forget that experience. She pointed out some drawings that the children had done and showed me what the class was doing before we arrived. The children had to write on dotted lines. Funnily enough, the exercises were quite similar to what I taught back home. What touched me, though, and and what I found admirable, was her ability to do this job with so few resources. That's when you realize how lucky you are to be so well-equipped. I put myself in her shoes, and it, it made me feel a little sad. In this classroom, there were just a few chairs and old tables. Nothing was superfluous or extravagant. However, the atmosphere was joyful. The children were all smiling, motivated, and happy to be there. Others were peeking at me through the window of the classroom. Yeah, they were very curious. The teacher was extraordinarily gentle with the children, and the more I observed her, the more I admired the work she was doing. I actually had a hard time leaving them to go back and join the group. When I got back on board, I uh, I mulled over what I had just experienced for a long time. It, it really made me think and evoked powerful emotions. I went on other cruises afterwards and I took the opportunity to visit other villages and other cultures, but I never experienced the same overwhelming feelings the fact that I was able to identify with this woman had a lot to do with it. It allowed me to put into perspective the job that I had been doing all my life. As a teacher, I know that you never stop learning, whatever your age. Previously, I had the feeling I'd seen everything in my career. Well, in the space of an hour... I rediscovered my profession through the eyes of another woman. I was humbled and proud at the same time. Meeting people like this on a cruise allows you to learn as much about others as you do about yourself.
0: You have just listened to Explore to Inspire, the Ponant Podcast. To prolong this escape to remote and wondrous destinations, Join our community of enthusiasts on the Punal social networks or visit our blog, skills.punal.com. We hope to see you soon to share more beautiful stories on our next podcast episode and on board our ships.